Welcome to 5 Minute Feng Shui with me, Candice, where I talk about classical feng shui, taking out the myth and superstition. I also give a little bit of fun facts, tips, history, and sometimes folklore about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. To support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with family and friends. Hey guys, welcome to 5 Minute Feng Shui with me, Candice. I have a little bit of an announcement for the next three weeks. I will only be doing Folklore Fridays, so I will just be coming to you with uh, on Fridays with little folklore tales so, uh, in effort to give my family a little more attention and take care of everything I need to take care of. So thank you for understanding, and I will be back middle of July with more feng shui tips. Welcome to Folklore Friday. Today I'm going to be covering the topic of the Dragon Boat Festival. This is very timely as it actually is occurring probably this weekend. Uh, it's said to be taking place on June 25th um, and it usually takes place around the summer solstice. So what is the Dragon Boat Festival? Let's talk about that today. Sourcing my favorite uh, websites today, taosorcery.blogspot.com, of course. And, of course, I got a little bit of information from Wikipedia. It states here, the Dragon Boat Festival is a traditional holiday, or, holiday originating in China, occurring near the summer solstice. The festival now occurs on the fifth day of the fifth month of the traditional Chinese calendar, which is the source of the festival's original or alternative name, the Double Fifth festival. So as you know, um, the Chinese New Year doesn't start until February. So that makes February the first month. They don't really talk about months in terms of, um, you know, January, February, March, April, like that. They usually refer to it as, you know, the first month, second month, third month, fourth month, fifth month. And so that would make June the fifth month. The fifth lunar month is considered an unlucky month, according to Wikipedia. People believe that natural disasters and illness are common in the fifth month. In order to rid the misfortune, people would put calamus, artemisia, pomegranate flower, and garlic above their doors in the fifth day of the fifth month. Since the shape of calamus forms like a sword and uh, you know, combined with the strong smell of garlic, it's believed that it could remove evil spirits. The only reference I could really find to any sort of uh, any sort of association with the number five in feng shui, um, the number five is actually not associated with any trigram or direction. So it's generally kind of one of those uh, energies that's a little bit unpredictable. It can be volatile. Generally, if you you know are charting your house energy and you see the five in what is called the flying star is generally an unlucky star. And especially, especially when it's doubled, you never want to be in that energy. And so this is the only kind of association I could make with the double fives. Of course, revisiting my favorite site, it states that the Don Wu or Dragon Boat Festival is one of the most important tr Chinese traditional festivals, which falls of course on the fifth day of the fifth month of the Chinese lunar calendar. The common belief is that the Wu Festival is established to commemorate the death of an ancient Chinese poet, Hu Yan, who committed suicide by leaping into the Milyu River. The focus of the celebration involves eating triangular-shaped dumplings, dragon boat racing, and this is really the only information that most people 
really know about Von Wu Festival. So Taoist sorcery always takes this step further. I really like that they dig into the history. It states here that according to chapter 37 of a text called Yun Ji Ji Qian, that there's several auspicious days throughout the year, um, specifically five, that it's a really good time for personal cultivation and worshiping of ancestors. And of course, specifically stated is the Don Wu Festival or the Dragon Belt Festival. In the Book of Taoism, it stated that this day called Di Law is important for the worship of ancestors and the day to request atonement for your sins. Thus, the day is called the Di Law Festival also. And as mentioned, the Don Wu Festival falls on the fifth day of the fifth month of the Chinese lunar calendar. Ancient Chinese arranged these numbers according to the five elements, and five is in the middle from one to nine, which I just talked about. The fifth month of the fifth day is contains a double five for the double number. Therefore, it's called the Heavenly Middle Festival sometimes. In their traditional, the Chinese concept of indication of time, um, the Wu hour is in the middle of the day, and so the Wu represents midday. Thus, the festival sometimes is called the right Wu or double Wu. So the Wu is just the Chinese name for the Chinese zodiac animal, of course. And a horse, actually, it, it, it represents the month of June and the hours between 11 to 1 p.m. So um, it's that, it is that midday, like mid-noon time. Getting a little bit into the Chinese metaphysics or the five arts theories here, also it states that the ancient Chinese view of the cosmos was based in yin and yang theory, which we know, right? Daylight was the longest on the summer solstice, which it is, and it's the day that the yang energy or the yang chi reaches its apex and all the creatures flourish and at, the, um, at that, the peak moment. So the yin energy starts to germinate within. And I kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast where I talked about the month of course. Of course, the chi starts to decline. So once we have the summer solstice, it's the longest day of the year. And after that, you know, the days will start getting really um, almost imperceptibly shorter. And of course, we'll start noticing this in the fall. And by December, on the winter solstice, of course, it's the longest night or longest yin energy of the year. So this is part of that theory. Apparently, during the Wu hours or the horse hours, uh, water is actually collected because it's said to be at the highest yang energy. And um, of course, since I'm sourcing this from the blogspot, you know, they make actually a lot of sigils and they focus on that, um, the mountain um, aspect of the five arts, which is like sigil making, talisman making, and stuff like that. And so they kind of focus on it in this website and they talk a little bit about how you can actually collect water and um, you use this yang water to make ink for your talismans, which I think is pretty fascinating. If you happen to see any news on the Dragon Boat Festivals over this, you know, course of the weekend or something like that, know that you know a little bit more behind the story and how and why this festival is practiced. So I hope you guys have a great weekend and I get to catch you next week for another Folklore Friday. Some of the ways this festival is celebrated is, of course, with different foods. And so some of the foods traditionally eaten is like marinated pork belly, sausage, and salted duck eggs. 
they also like to eat foods related to multiples of five. So for example, like a food made of five different types of beans or something that has a multiple of five in it. It also says they drink something called Relegar wine, which here in Wikipedia states it's a yellow orange arsenic sulfide mineral known as rice wine. It's often used in pesticides against mosquitoes and other biting insects in the summer and as a calming anecdote for poison in ancient Asia. Not sure I want to try that, but hey, I, I might. <laughs> um, one of some of the more popular activities are five colored silk threaded bread. Uh, I'm sorry, braid, not, not bread. That's a tongue twister. So silk braided um, bracelets. They actually put the silk threads with five different colors on their children's wrist. And it's supposed to speak, keep away bad spirits and disease. Um, they also hang, like, of course, the mugwort, the calamus, and all that on top of their door. It does say, this is one of the more interesting, a traditional activity includes making a game of making an egg stand at noon. So the game implies that if someone succeeds in making the egg stand exactly at noon, that the person will receive good luck for the next year. And, of course, this is the most popular for writing spells and making talismans. Um, it does say here that the drinking of the wine or certain water, probably the sun water that I talked about, is regarded by ancients and some as uh, preventing disease and uh, against evil and promoting health and well-being. And of course, popular also is ancestor worship and of course, those racing those big dragon boats, which I think are beautiful. All right, guys, again, catch you next week for Folklore Friday be taking Tip Tuesdays off for the next three weeks. And if you are missing me, I will have um, YouTube videos up also. So you can go to my YouTube channel. It's just Learn Feng Shui. And of course, my website, fengshuibycandice.com, if you see so fit. I am upgrading equipment and you could go and, you know, make a, a lovely donation in any monetary amount. And I promise it would be greatly appreciated. If you found this information helpful to you or you're enjoying the content, be sure to subscribe and leave me a little review.